Hello, welcome to another episode of the Legacy Investing Podcast. I'm Nate, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my good friend Josh. Hey, do mate? I'm really well, man. How are you? Really well. That's good really well. Yeah, I'm trying to stay positive after my math lecture. So, <laughs> numbers. You're a numbers guy too. Uh, I'm not a uh, ordinary differential uh, equations numbers guy. I'm a financial yeah. numbers guy. So. Yeah. Oh, well, let's let's talk financial numbers, yeah, because I I don't have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I don't either, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, exciting times. We are recording on the twenty sixth of July, uh, twenty twenty two, and um, it's earnings week in the US, and um, we're coming into earnings season here in Australia as well. Mm-hmm. Um, don't think there's been too many companies that have uh, reported in Australia here. Maybe some updates. Um, one was an upbeat update from JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. But um, we, we're gonna. We're sort of turn our attention to the US, I think, for this uh, recording today. And um, last week you, you mentioned Netflix. It was going to come out um, at the back end of the week last week uh, after our podcast uh, was aired. Yeah. And, um, you you made a bolt. You made a prediction. How did that prediction go? I think it was pretty good. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to? Do you want uh, I can't even really. I can't even really remember what I said and I, I'm not a, I don't care about predictions, but I got it right. So I'll, I'll, I'll take the win, but um, yeah, pretty much I said, uh, Netflix uh, said that they were going to lose 2 million subscribers. They only lost 970,000. So uh, the market seen yeah. that as a positive and their price jumped like a rocket. <laughs> so, yeah. so the negative um, loss was seen as a positive. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you know, look back at the uh, A2 milk days where they would always um, aim low and smash their smash their targets and then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it works. It works. So essentially, yeah, so they, they do have a bit of a leaky bucket in terms of subscribers. Um, they, they, they aren't growing. Well, in the last quarter, they didn't grow and, and that's mm-hmm. been the concern. They actually lost over a million subscribers. Their Asia area... Um, has been growing quite nicely, and that's probably one of the bigger growth areas. Yep. Um, we'll we'll go through that earnings report a little bit um, and deconstruct it. Or we'll, sum- we'll summarize it, I think, really. And um, what yep. else came out of that, mate? I think their revenue was. Um, this is still a good company. This this is a company that's still making a lot of money. Yeah. Well, their um their year on year revenue growth was eight point six percent. So. You know, um, that's that's pretty good. They're they're still growing. Um, their revenue was higher than it was in quarter one of 2022. So even with that uh, 970 thousand subscriber loss, their revenue still grew, and that's off the back of uh, their recent price increase. Um, and in the past, every time Netflix has done a price increase, they've had a, a, a few bad quarters after that. Um, yeah. But it's it's showing that it's it's been a good decision. You know, their operating margin still up around 20%. Um, operating income, 1.5 billion. So yeah, they, they did all right. The, the net income for the quarter was 1.4 billion um, and earnings per share is $3.20. So um, they've, so they've brought yeah. out a forecast. Sorry, you go. You go, you go mate, finish your point. Um, their, their forecasts for quarter three, um, we'll get to that a little bit later just because it's further down the document. But on the... Um, the spreadsheet they got here, they're, they're forecasting a year-on-year growth of 4.7% in revenue. Um, they're, they're expecting a, a lower actual revenue, but they're yeah. also um, expecting a 1 million uh, subscriber growth. 
So, right. so they're going to go back into the positive with um, people joining up. Yeah. yeah. Where's that? Um, this is probably off the track a little bit. Where's that um, subscriber growth coming from? Is that new subscriber growth or is that um, people who are piggybacking and they're going to, they're hoping that people who are piggybacking on accounts are going to get their own account? Uh, I know that's something they're trying to attack a little bit. Um, they've got some, I guess, test um, accounts or the testing um, areas in Southern America in terms of the piggybacking. And I think they've reported, you can correct me if I'm wrong, they reckon almost 50% of the accounts are um, password sharing. Is that right? That seems like a really high number. Yeah, they had a lot, a lot of subscribers that were password sharing. I'm not sure of the numbers, but um, they've, I believe they've had a good outcome so far. Um, page sharing's further on down the document as well, but they're saying, um, you know, early stages of working to monetize 100 million plus households that are currently enjoying but not directly paying for Netflix. So yeah. that's um, that's a lot of accounts. So they so with the with that new, they're kind of almost pivoting a little bit with their model in terms of they're going to start bringing in ads. Um, they've also partnered with Microsoft, I think, for that. Um, so along with paid ads uh, subscription, they are um, adding in, I think, a, an account that you can, will obviously cost a little bit more if you want a password share. Is that right? Essentially, yes. And um, from a few other people who I've heard talk on this topic, I don't think it's going to be heavily policed. I don't think it's going to be like if we catch you, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure from what I've heard and, you know, I'm not going to say I'm 100% sure on this. I'm going to do more reading. I clearly haven't done my research properly. But um, it's going to be more of like a, you know, we we would like this to happen. And yeah. you got to think most people are going to – most people are good people and they're going to do it. So, mm. um, you know, that's going to see a, a heavy growth in um, – Either, you know, somebody creates their own account or like you said, it's going to be a couple of dollars extra so you can password share and that's going to be, you know, big to the top line and, and then eventually bottom line. Mm. So they released on Friday last week uh, after the bell, I believe, and they were sitting around $190 per share and post-release now they've jumped up sort of around, they went up to you know 220-odd mm. and they're back down sitting around um, 218. But um it was, you know, the earnings per share you touched on that they were predicting uh, or the analysts were estimating and it was around $2.93 and they actually beat that at $3.20 and that's it's part of the positivity and part of the bump in share price was that. But also I think they were pretty pretty stoked that they didn't lose as many subscribers in that last quarter. Um, so that's, that's part of the share price bump there. Yeah, for sure. Um, there was a lot of... You know, good news off the back of uh, bad expectations. And we all know that, that leads to short-term growth. Um, you know, we'll see what happens in the future. But, uh, you know, the greed will end up disappearing, I'm sure, in this environment eventually. But we'll see. But, um, yeah, um, a lot of their – sorry, you go? No. Yeah. Um, so pretty much um, a lot of their growth uh, came from APAC. Uh, Asia Pacific region. Yes. Um, yeah. Revenue growth in Asia Pacific was twenty three percent year on year, so that that would have added a bit to their um, thing. One point one million paid membership growth um, from Asia Pacific. So, and I think that's a massive growth area for them. I don't even think many people are um, still um, have Netflix in their homes um, mm. yet. So it's a it's a massive growth zone, uh, yep. I believe, for them. 
Mate, where, where Netflix really dominates their content, isn't it? They just have um, so much better content. They have seemingly um, content coming out all the time, new stuff, and um, I think that's where they are, um, you know, kind of dominate their competitors at the moment. In off air, you talked about minutes played. What was the um, stat on minutes played compared to the <laughs> yeah. This is this is an astronomical figure. So this is a share of US TV uh, TV viewing, um, and this is minutes viewed in billions. And Netflix was one thousand three hundred and thirty-four billion minutes. <laughs> so that's one point three trillion minutes of viewing time for Netflix. And it's got a this is um, sourced from Nielsen. Um, it's got a list of, you know, Netflix is at the top. Second, you've got CBS, then NBC, then ABC, Fox, Disney Plus, Prime Video, Hulu, and then down the bottom is Apple. Um, Netflix was higher than number two and number three combined. So that goes to show you where the minutes of uh, American viewing is going. So, yeah, no, there's really no competitor close to them at the moment in terms of content and minutes, you know, minutes washed and, and like they are. They are the big, big guys who, yeah, looks like have a moat. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've talked about, um, you know, we believe they have a, you know, a economic moat there, and I think that kind of shows that that is true, <laughs> in my opinion. Mate, with the with the, I guess, earnings beat, and they beat sort of, I guess, um, analyst expectations, and then the share prices bounced here like do, do we think all the as all the bad news is all the bad news out um yeah, it's a pretty tricky environment I, there's a lot of people that think even pre-numbers data later this week um there's a lot of people that think america are already currently in a recession mm. um yeah do we feel like the bad news is out on some of these big tech names because the the tech has been smashed not only the unprofitable tech but the profitable tech and we know these guys like netflix and apple google that they are majorly profitable companies and they've been absolutely smashed um i guess on the back of inflation and high pe's and, and all the bad news you know that has come out and forward looking you know is the is all the bad news out can we expect yeah. a continued rally yeah. here I, I, I honestly don't know that, obviously. Um, oh. What I will say is <laughs> I, think, uh, I think with Netflix, um, I think a lot of the bad news is done. Um, you know, it's, it's been a whirlwind of uh, a time period for them with regards to the con consistent, uh, you know, media around what's wrong with Netflix. But having, even though it's still technical, it's a bad quarter like that a negative subscriber growth yeah. but um you know moving forward if they reach these targets that they're setting and they're getting more subscribers again you know what what bad news then is there to you know to bring out on them and if there's no more bad news and what happens to their share price I, I guess obviously when we look at these things too we're looking at the actual macro environment we we don't believe that there's you know very much positivity around the economic side of things at the moment but how much have these tech companies been smashed and could we expect them to drop more with the rest of the market or will the tech companies kind of hold their low end own because mm. the rest of the market's going to catch up we don't know mm. but um it'll be interesting to see what happens there well netflix has come off a like a it's 52 week range is 700 dollars us um high and 162 dollars us low 
So we're sitting more at the lows at the moment than closer to the highs. Yeah. Um, and it's PEs roughly around 19, which um, I am pretty sure is a you know, historical low for these guys. Um, so, I mean, if you were, if you decided that Netflix was a, a buy, you're, you're buying it at a historically low price. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying it, that it's not, can't go lower, like you said. Um, it certainly can if there's a big, bigger, broader market sell-off again, I think. Um, if, um, you know, the numbers later this week, you know, the Fed meets on... Today, I think. Is it today? I know, I think it's sometime this week. This is a big week because we've got earnings week, uh, a couple of big players, and we'll go through that in a second. Um, we've got the Fed meeting, and then there's some pretty pretty decent um, numbers coming out later in the week about the economy. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big week in the US and, yep. and for the share market. Um, so I think last night, Monday night, we had um, a few earnings come up, which mm-hmm. was, if I can find it. So, so last night... Um, Actually, we're not, we're not too, nothing too important last night, but tonight is the big one, or a big one. We've got Mac is reporting tonight. Uh, we've got Microsoft, Google, and Visa. So that will be interesting. Google has, um, you, were, you were sort of talking off air. Google had, um, has some pretty high expectations, I believe, for this quarter. So it depend whether they actually um, live up to those expectations. And interestingly enough, um, so they're obviously in the ad game. Um, Snapchat got absolutely smashed last week, down 30% on the back of poor um, ad revenue. So it'll be interesting to see how Google reports tonight. Yeah, for sure. Like you could imagine if Google missed their targets by a bit, that would affect a lot of the market. Um, but we'll see because like Google are a juggernaut, man. Like yeah. you know, they have looking at looking at numbers, they have over half of the world's population as a daily active user. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Nuts. That's that's a that's a that's a market share there. That is, and that is, you know, tell me where you're going to go if you're not going to Google to search something. You know, like Bing. I've got Bing <laughs> open right now, actually. How old are you? Or no, joking. Well, I, I don't know why I use actually because the way Google do things now, that you, you you open your um Google Chrome with a with a um a Google account. Yeah. So I actually separate them. I actually um have a Google account open. So I've got I've got Google open as well. Yeah. But I keep my um work software open on Bing for some reason. I've just found that to be a bit easier. But uh, there you go, Bing. <laughs> I think I, I think I remember uh, when I was looking at the whole online course space and and the guy who was um I was learning that from he was saying that he uses Bing because his target audience is a bit older. Furthermore, so so Wednesday night we've got Spotify Meta, uh, one of your favorites, uh, mm. Facebook and Boeing, which uh, is not super interesting, but Thursday night's a big one. We've got Apple and Amazon reporting. Um, yep. And then Friday you've got a couple of the energy players, Chevron and Exxon. So it, it's a big week and um, yeah. it'll be interesting. I'm I'm pretty interested in how um, Microsoft and Google report tonight. Um, maybe we can um, have a text message war tomorrow morning and see see what's happened in the share market. But um, they will they will be probably the most interesting for me heading into this week. Definitely, definitely. And like this is going to be a good week for those big companies. I've got a lot of them on my watch list that I'm looking at, and 
and I'm super interested in, in what's going to happen, especially around the Fed as well, because um, mm. I don't know. I, I can just never predict or even know what's going to happen there. Like they'll probably do a percent and then the markets will, you know, go up like a rocket until they realize what it actually means and it'll drop like a bloody brick. I don't know. Um, so, I think the expectations yeah, are we'll see what probably a 75, 75 basis rise is probably where the money is, maybe a percent. Um, yeah. But I think still based on, um, I still think people think that the inflation has maybe peaked and is coming down. So it it's, depends whether we get this, um, another big inflation read again um, later this month. But I think most people are uh, thinking that America is in a recession. Um, yeah. Earnings are gonna start getting impacted. And um, and thus the the, Fed might pivot to even <laughs> reversing, so I think that's where the optimism might lie. But well, that's that's Barry's prediction, Michael Barry's prediction, and um, yeah, you know, speaking, we we had that episode on on his predictions a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. it was last yeah. night. Walmart Walmart dropped eight yes. percent because, um, yeah, they were doing some pricing things. Uh, their margins were lower um, based on trying to fix up their inventory issues. So that's basically word for word what he said, wasn't it? So it's interesting. <laughs> Oversupply of in- inventory, is that right? Yeah. 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 So then they're well, going to have to sell it off or give it away. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm, I think, you know, there's a lot more to unpack in this Netflix, um, this Netflix earnings report. But um, might just touch on a few bits before we finish up, just on time. Um, a few things on the advertising and the paid sharing, like we brought up. So they're looking at bringing out their um, advertising uh, tier um, early 2023, which will, you know, it. There's a few ways to look at it. Essentially, the people who don't have Netflix might look at getting Netflix because yeah. one, you know. He's got to say say things like, uh, what was it, Stranger Things. Like, I haven't stopped hearing things about Stranger Things after yeah. it came out. I've never watched it. I probably shouldn't. Um, so it's going to have, you know, open up the opportunity for a lot more people to get a low-tiered Netflix so they can watch these shows. Um, two, it might bring back the people who cancelled their subscriptions because it's cheaper now. Um, and uh, I think Netflix was saying the advertising model will essentially bring in the same amount of revenue um, as what the premium tiered models do due to the advertising revenue along along with the subscription so it's, at the end of the day it's it's a win-win for netflix um which is really interesting and and like you said they they've announced microsoft as their partner with regards to the advertising model so that's you know that's a big tick in the box for having those guys beside them helping and build this and so forth um, we touched on the paid sharing um, and I believe that's a, you know, it's working good. People are actually converting their accounts to these paid sharing accounts and, and they're testing this in Latin America. So when they bring that out across the rest of the world, um, if that converts to a few extra dollars, even if say 5% of the uh, paid subscriptions convert, that's, that's revenue. Yeah. It's, it's revenue one way or another. And one thing I really liked is simplicity. So they have they have a box called simplicity, and and I'll read it word for word because I, I did like this. Is um, at Netflix, focus remains very important to us. These initiatives, paid sharing and advertising, do introduce some additional complexity. But our approach has always been to keep our business model as simple as possible within the context of our growth objectives, and that's just awesome. We know that simple wins. So 
It's good. Simple wins. Like it. So they, I just want to go back a point. So their premium model, so you're paying extra for no ads. They're going to bring in this cheaper model where um, I, I assume maybe an ad, a little bit like YouTube, will, will come in halfway through an episode of whatever, Stranger Things. Or is, is that the, is that, kind of like the model they're looking at it'll be maybe a 30 second ad or a little bit like youtube yeah i'm, I'm not 100 sure how we don't know. Yeah. the advertising will work or we know that is it is an advertising model um one thing that does produce so is licensing issues with some tv shows however that's not netflix specific that's that's every platform that has ad specific as soon as you start throwing ads into certain licensed tv shows and you can't do it so um that may be a a hurdle and as i mentioned that's a level of complexity that you know they have to work through but you know at the end of the day i can't see it being a bad idea They're, they're giving the opportunity of netflix to more people and um who knows i'll probably sign up and then you know what it's like with the incremental you know human things it'll be like they'll sign up they'll get sick of the ad so they'll just upgrade to premium <laughs> and, and maybe they don't release all seasons for certain shows maybe they don't make everything maybe the whole library is not available yeah i actually don't know if that's going to be the case with the with the cheaper subscription yeah i don't know i'll have to have a read through because i got a pretty good part on that um on their release on advertising as well so rather than wasting the time of the listeners at the moment i'll read it off air off air mate i'm just looking at notes um i'm not sure if there was much more out of the earnings report other than you know essentially the um yeah the analysts it beat analyst expectations and there was a bit of positivity around it and um netflix are relatively positive looking forward as well they're predicting growth and and increases so um yeah. Yep. Yep. And here's one I like from this is a little bit of a summary here that they've put in there. And I do like Reed Hastings and well, he's not the CEO, but yeah. Um re accelerating our revenue growth is a is a big challenge, but we've been through hard times before. We've built this company to be flexible and adaptable, and this will be a great test for us and our high performance culture. We're fortunate to be in a position of strength as a leader in streaming entertainment by all metrics. Um, we're confident and optimistic about the future. So, you know, they're confident in themselves. They're, they're clearly still winning, you know, and they've showed through yeah. many things how they're still winning. So I, I think this company is going to be bigger and better in 10 years. So um, that's just my opinion. And they're, they're a juggernaut, mate. In terms of the revenue and free crash flow that they're generating, I mean, you think about, um, you know, the revenue of uh, $8 billion, I think it was, for the quarter. Um, you know, they've just got so much money to be able to pay the top guys, you know, coming across. You know, we've got, um, you know, and the top the top actors are wanting to be on Netflix as well. Um, so that's that's one of part of their moat is that um, I think Netflix shows and movies have won more um, awards than any other, I think, mm. streaming platform and, and content creators. So they are the best and the best want to be on, showed on the best. So they've got the money behind them to um, pay for, for the big guys and pay for... Um, you know, content creation and great, you know, shows, you know, locations, all sorts of stuff. So yep. you know, once you get that big, it's it's almost like a positive snowball. It just keeps getting bigger and better. You basically described what a flywheel is. Yeah. I've heard that one thrown around a bit these days. I think it's part of the uh, the network mode now, the flywheel, the flywheel yeah. effect. 
No, that's good. Excellent, mate. Well, it'd be great. Um, next week, we might even just do a little bit of a wrap-up of some of these other big um, fang stocks um, and maybe even some of the um, not fang stocks, maybe some of the energy stock, because that's a, it's a big thing at the moment with energy and what's happening in um, Europe, potentially running out of um, gas and so forth to heat, heat the countries in, uh, in the winter months coming up. So we might see what's happening with those companies as well, and we'll do a bit of an a, um, earnings summary. I think that sounds pretty good. Good on you, mate. Well, thanks to the listeners for tuning into another episode of the Legacy Investing Podcast. I'm Nate, and uh, we'll catch you next week. See you, mate. Cheers, man. Have a good one. All information on the Legacy Investing Podcast is the opinions of the hosts and is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, financial, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of the Legacy Investing Podcast and any contributors to the podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should consult a licensed financial professional.